Blog Talk Radio. It won't happen to us because it's happening right now through us. Come on, sing with me. Hello and good morning. Welcome to America Meditating Radio Show. I am your perpetual host, Sister Jenna, here tuning in live from the Meditation Ashram in McLean, Virginia. As you know, Monday through Friday, you can find us here live at 8 o'clock in the morning until 8.15, and you can tune in any time you wish by uploading our, or downloading rather, our application called Apostrophe, which some of you know was designed by one of our teenagers and saved us thousands of dollars. And you can also get us on podcasts under America Meditating, and that would keep you up to date on all the incredible and lovely interviews and sharings that we have here on a regular basis. I'm hoping that Sister Gita is ready to offer one of her readings. I know that she is um, at the Meditation Museum in downtown Silver Spring at this moment, so looking forward to, to her coming on shortly to share one of her readings. So I hope you've had a good Monday and Tuesday starting off pretty well for you. Life is an interesting journey, is it not? It's really in our hands to keep our happiness, our bliss, our truth, and our power in check. We're going to be talking to Randy Goldberg, who is a graduate of the D.C. Hellinger Institute and a psychic, not really a psychic, sorry, an astrologist. And he's going to be sharing about the whole power of astrology and what it means. And he seems to be pretty much on the money because he's been featured on CNN, NPR, and the Washington Post with some of the work that he's been doing. So... I came across a very interesting reality yesterday. Yesterday was about contacting someone who had invited um, a guest to the city and they hadn't been able to connect um, since they've been here. So there was an invitation, come to Washington, we have a very important meeting somewhere. And I observed this sister, you know, sit with such dignity and calm and good-spiritedness um, about her her meeting. Nobody called her, no one connected with her. And um she's kept her peace and she kept her honor and and I said to her, I think um I like to try to find out what's going on. You were invited, no one has connected with you. It's more important to be clear and accept whatever the outcome is rather than just live in limbo. And this is what I wanted to talk about living in limbo because to me, living in limbo is a waste of my valuable thing called life. And as Einstein said, we're only using 5 to 10% of our brain's capacity. And I'm looking at life more and more and more in the context of, am I using life to its fullest potential? Or am I allowing the past to hold back my potential? And perhaps that's why we go into um, places like astrology to 
find out a little bit more about our template, about who are we currently, what were we, and is there something that I can actually expect because uh, energetically I'm under these stars. And the question is, which I will ask Randy when we get him on the line, do stars really affect the outcome of our stories? You know, And these are some of the things I really want us to think more about because who am I? We know the answer is inside, but we do turn to the stars. So we will get Randy Goldberg on the line shortly and, and inter- interview him a lot about the wisdom that he holds. It's clear that he seems to be very simple but on the money. Let me see if we can get Sister Gita on the line and have her do one of her readings. Sister Gita, are you there with a reading for us today? Oh, yes, indeed. Is there any place I'd rather be? Ah, okay. Good morning, America Meditate. And I just opened a page from the Just a Moment. Meditation is about just a moment. And it's talking about eyes for pearls of truth. There is an old story about two types of birds. The crow is a type of bird that sees only the dirt and filth. Wherever there's rubbish, I find the crow feasting noisily. Then there is the swan. The swan is most selective. It sees only the gems and virtues. If there are pearls and pebbles, the swan selects the pearls. If there is milk and water, the swan chooses the milk. What a difference between these two birds, one feeding on the vices and rubbish, the other feasting the virtues and gems. Today, there are crow-like as well as swan-like characteristics amongst the people of the world. To gossip, to lie, to speak evil, To use the language as well as to listen to these is to have crow-like characteristics. To speak truth and purity, to use only the uplifting and worthwhile, and to hear only the uplifting and worthwhile is to have the characteristics of a swan. Please, endeavor to be a swan today. Om Shanti. Thank you so much, and you definitely are a swan, and we appreciate your wisdom, Sister Gita. So that was our beloved Sister Gita, survivor, and all of these wonderful things of incredible um, life traumas, and she has risen herself to a position of being of service to mankind. Randy Goldberg, we're going to go to Randy Goldberg. He is a graduate of the D.C. Hellinger Institute and Advanced Studies with Heinz Stark of Germany. Now, Randy was a former yoga monk and a craniosacral therapist and a world-renowned astrologer. He's been interviewed by CNN, NPR, The Washington Post, and he facilitates family constellation therapy for individuals and groups. And we are dying to get Andy, Randy on the line. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for joining the meditation, the meditation Good show. Good morning. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks. It sounds like you've been really on the money with a lot of the astrological readings that you've been doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I also I spent two years in Calcutta, India, studying Vedic astrology. So, yeah, um, it's a powerful system and really works. So, yeah. How did you get into astrology, Randy? Well, I've always been interested in um, in a lot of um, spiritual and holistic things, and uh, just a natural interest that I had. And I just studied more and more over the years, and um, like I said, uh, as a, I found that the I do I practice both Western and the Indian Vedic astrology, and I find that the Western astrology is sort of more psychological personality typing and but the Indian Vedic astrology is extremely predictive and karmic and um so I've just uh <clears throat> I've been studying it more and more. Is there is there one that you prefer over the other or do you find their value in particular they're, situations? They're, they're both they're both valuable lenses and like I said, for for people who are um uh wanting to uh, it, it's more accurate and a lot more predictive for Vedic. Um, Vedic is accurate. That's nice to know. Mm-hmm. Um, have you done your astrology on yourself? Yes, of course. That's one way to learn. Is, uh, look at your own chart. And, yeah. What was that like? Were you able to embrace it or you were happy to know what was coming? Yeah, well, you know, what, what astrology is, is it's like looking at a a mandala, a map of how the energies, the archetypal energies flow in your psyche. So it tells us a lot about the different gifts and challenges we have and different ways that we can help to unfold our potential. And so, yeah, it's a very valuable thing. Okay. And have you ever um, encountered a client who was afraid to get their astrological reading? Sure, that happens sometimes, and um, it's mostly due to people thinking uh, different misconceptions, you're psychic, you're this or that. And um, the, the study of astrology takes many years, and it's based on um, studying, you know, the, the uh, uh, Jyotish is the Sanskrit word uh, for Vedic astrology. It means the, the study of light. And um, so uh, this was part of the Vedas. Um, there were seers who gave the original teachings of Vedic astrology. And so there's whole um, big texts and um, sutras and different principles. This is all based on. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. How important is astrology at this time? Because... Back in the days when you know the mystics were so in demand by by leaders and the oracle, when leaders would go and have the priests give them, you know, predictions of how a war or a decision should go. Um, and here we're in a time where information is very rampant, and we're not as introspective, we're not as quiet as we used to be back in the days. How important is astrology for us in these times? Well, it's very important. And, you know, what's funny, 
what's happening in the world is we're seeing a coming together of the East and the West. And, right. for instance, in India, um, astrology is so accepted. I mean, it is as mainstream as people finding out about what happened today with the Dow Index and Wall Street right. and this that. But no one would ever conceive of getting married uh, without consulting an astrologer. And right. most marriages happen without the the people knowing each other. Sometimes they haven't even met. It's it's um, it's something that's used and depended on and has been for thousands of years. Where here in the West, because of the scientific revolution, it's interesting that Newton, who was one of the key players, was an alchemist and an astrologer. But um, due to the bias in in uh, science has completely been discarded, and but um, it's something that's that's very important. And what it is is it's a symbolic language, and so this is a way for us to think metaphorically, and it's a way for us to open up to the signals of that the universe uh, are giving. There's a principle as above, so below. And when you tune into the universe, and this is part of meditation, you're tuning in to what are those subtle messages that are coming from uh, outside that have importance inside. So it's all based on that same principle. Right, right. You know, um, coming from the Indian origin as well, I mean, your babies are named on the, the astrological processes too. You're married on their astrology and... Uh, there was a time in Indian culture, divorce was just never even an option because it didn't come through our storyline. Now, the last 10 years, we're, we hear more about divorce than we ever before. Um, but I'm curious, you're coming from an Eastern tradition, there's African, my father's Indian. I was brought up in America. So I, I know about the law of karma, that we are here due to our karmas, we have invited the people in our lives because of karma. We have designed the bodies that we've designed, the religion, the color of the skin, the wealth, the health, because of karma. And karma for us means the actions that we've performed in previous lives have left an experience in the soul. And the soul takes rebirth, carrying these experiences and creates its own physical part or reality. With this being said, what's the diff- is there a difference? Is there a difference between astrology and because wouldn't karma? Yeah, sure, um, there is. And, um, what what? Um, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Astrology is just is, astrology is just a map, and the um, uh, your karma is based on the principle of it's a, a known physical law that um, every action has equal and opposite reaction. And so um, the it's the same on all planes, not just physical, but everything has a, a, a equal and opposite reaction. And um, so whatever we put out, uh, we... And the actual um, Sanskrit word, karma just means law of action. And there's another word that's a Sanskrit word called samskara, that on our mental plane, 
at our metal plate, there is an impression made from every action and reaction, and that needs right. to be expressed. And right. so, uh, and when we meditate, what we actually do is we're clearing out those impressions, and where that's why meditation helps evolve and accelerate the burning of your karma, uh, your sanskaras, and so um, uh, astrology is just there to help you understand what karmic things are happening and it can help with timing to know that this is a difficult period that are forewarned. And so it just helps give understanding how to ride the different waves of life that are coming down the pike. But um, it doesn't... Um, Necessarily, and, and and some people think you know you start meditating, life's going to be really easy. No way, it's kind of the opposite. It's like you're going to start growing, <laughs> and you'll have all kinds of new challenges, and you're actually your karma will ex- accelerate, and um, but you know you're going to be and, unfolding more and more of your potential, and uh, be able to handle those challenges that come. But it's it's part of the beautiful. Uh, in, sweet intensity of the spiritual life that things are happen uh, with the accelerated movement all the time. I love what you said, Randy. I'm going to take you home with me because, you know, it's very interesting. You know, when people think about meditation, they'll think about emptying, emptying, emptying. In Raj Yoga mm-hmm. meditation, which the Brahma Kumaris teaches, it's about transforming sanskaras and allowing the original pure sanskaras, which is the pure value of the soul, to emerge as a result of that meditation. And you're the first person I've ever heard actually realize that that's what this meditation is about. Congratulations, and as we say in Hindi, Mubarak, 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 because that's such a huge tool in really understanding how powerful the practice of meditation really is in our lives. That was fantastic. No wonder you've been on CNN and NPR. You make sense. Great. Yeah, now, well, tell me. Yogic teachings. I know nothing like those yogic ancient Eastern philosophy, right? Yeah. Deep stuff. Could you share with us some of the few Vedic astrology predictions that you've had for this year? Yeah, so this is a water year. It's a big theme of this whole year. All kinds of things connected with water. And um, we've seen a, a lot of drought and uh, the weather has been strange. And there's um, also uh, <clears throat> a, a, a lot of even psychic flooding that's happening. And, and these days... Uh, it, it can all be amplified by the internet, so uh, it's important to stay grounded this year. And you know, it, it's getting to be where people will believe anything they read on the internet, and so staying grounded is important. Um, but this is an amazing summer. We, we've had really uh, very challenging energies this fall that led up to things like um, uh, the Newtown shooting and the Boston bombing, and there was a lot of really heavy, big Mars <clears throat> transit, but um, now that we've gotten through that, and this summer is just amazing. People are really opened up spiritually, and uh, it's, it's a time when um, it's kind of like uh, people remember 67 and the summer of love. This is another summer of 
of just being connected and um so it's a great time to to bring those spiritual ideals and ground them into reality and um so uh, it's it's great and that builds up to this fall the last week of August and the first two weeks of September we're gonna see huge storms like on the level of Katrina. Um so it's a good time to have uh some extra water and some food supplies and stuff like that. You know, they get hit anywhere along the east coast or the Gulf or don't know where exactly but and it's all part of the global warming and uh crazy weather that we've been having too. But um, that's going to be one of the major events. And then the rest of the year, there's still a lot of this. Um, there's, there's this major um, Uranus and uh, Saturn Square, the uh, huge churning that's happening in society. And we're at a time where there's really big fundamental changes that are, are happening. Um, 2013 is a transition year, so there, there's not going to be major things that happen this year. We're building up to a big breakdown and breakthrough that happens. It's going to be more like September of 2014. Um, but uh, so there's going to be a lot of continued gridlock and this tension of uh, the change that's going to emerge and those who are resisting the change. And... Um, so, yeah, those are my major predictions. And when you say change, Randy, you mean change in just the lifestyle that we've... <clears throat> what I mean lived? is that which no longer serves us, and I'm talking about on a societal level, is dying. We're going through a death and rebirth uh, situation where we're in, we're in the birth pains of... And it's all started... Um, uh, this is... Um, part of a cycle that started in the 60s. We had a big wave of change then, and so we're at another uh, point like that. And um, there's a lot of things that don't function in society, and so they get pushed to a, a breaking point, and then there can be breakthrough, and people can have insight, and we can embrace a more... We're just finding out what works and letting go of what doesn't, but there's always a lot of resistance to that kind of change of fundamental values and um, things like sure. that. So the old order uh, holds on and has a difficult time letting go. And so it, it's all very much for the good in the long run, and there's just some of the birth pains that we're going through. So we live in exciting right. times. You know, at the end of it all, we are to return to love, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all there yeah. to help wake us up, to help uh, get yeah. us. We're out of balance and we need to come into balance. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I've been touched by your sharings and um, I wish you continued success and continued love and power in your life, Randy. I, I really appreciate your Eastern and Western balance and approach towards astrology and, and your clarity. In, in understanding how the meditation plays a tool. When you get a chance, go and see about the American Meditating. As you know, it's a radio show, a blog, and it's going to become a television show soon. So we might want to invite you right. on that and 
we could do some stuff and maybe you could predict if it's going to be a success for us or not. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sounds good. And if people are interested in um, talking to me, getting a reading, uh, exploring this yes. all more, and all the different things I do at the Arlington Healing Center, um, my website is www.astrodc.com, A-S-T-R-O-D-C.com, Astrodc. Um, Beautiful. Randy Gilbert, thank you so much and all the very best. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, and I'm happy to be on any time. So thank you so much. We will definitely make you regular. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. So that was an astrologer who really knew his business. Um, The reason why, as you know, in our practice of the Brahma Kumaris Raj Yoga, uh, there are certain spiritual philosophies that are so universal and they tend to take us more into our own realities of life. And he hit it on the nail. Meditation is a means of removing the impressions of those sanskaras of the past so we can really return to love. So, my brothers and sisters who are love, I bid you farewell in today's show. We will have a special event at the Meditation Museum on Saturday, August 3rd, called A Return to Love with Yogi Hamleta Singh, who is here from the Caribbean. And it will be a workshop and a conversation on how to get back to this experience of loving ourselves. So please check the Meditation Museum website. It will be on August the 3rd at 1.30 p.m. A Return to Love, Loving the Self. Take care, my brothers and sisters, and please, let's hold tight and let's continue to be images of love.